Insight into short track economics today, plus High Limit is back for round two and more. Let's go. It's Tuesday, April 25th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Just a quick note before we get started, if you like what I'm doing here and you want a free and easy way to help out, make sure to like these videos and subscribe to the channel. That will make sure you don't miss future episodes and it signals to YouTube that folks like these videos. In the month of March, more than 60% of my views came from folks who don't subscribe to the channel. And I know we continue to get new viewers all the time. Just to give you an idea of what that 60% looks like, we had well more than 100,000 people tune into an episode last month. So that's a lot of people who aren't uh, subscribed to the channel. Uh, for those new people, welcome. I hope you guys enjoy what I'm doing here. Also, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons. All right, let's get into it. Uh, the rain is gone. The pits need some time to dry out today, but the High Limit Sprint Car Series is going racing tonight at 34 Raceway in Iowa. 46 cars are on the preliminary entry list released by the series, and this week's race will look very different to the one we had a few weeks ago at Lakeside. $23,000 to win tonight and basically no outlaw guys in attendance. I say basically though, because there does actually appear to be one and that is Casey Kane. He's listed with the rest of the entries and this one would be one of his four or eight races to burn as part of the World of Outlaws Platinum Team restrictions. I don't know if this is Casey just kind of picking a good racetrack for him or if maybe they're looking more towards the eight race tier or if it's something bigger than that, we'll just have to wait and see. There's certainly no lack of talent or cars incoming tonight, but six of the top 10 finishers from the opener will not be racing, so the results will look very different. Tonight's field will be much more indicative of what we'll see for most of the high limit events this season with the outlaw restrictions, except maybe Lernerville. Uh, that one is the other 50,000 to win show coming up later this year. With a third place finish in the opener, Tyler Courtney is the series points leader over Kyle Larson, Brian Brown, Anthony Macri, and Corey Eliason. And speaking of Macri, there were some folks wondering why he ran the Dyson car on Sunday at Sealands Grove, and the reason was high limit. Macri's 39 machine was already in the box for this event, so that's why he was in the 20. Even with the, uh, without the Outlaws, tonight's racing will be tough, and the entry list includes the points guys I just named, plus Buddy Kofoy, Justin Peck, Aaron Reitzel, Brent Marks, Rico Abreu, Zeb Wise, Parker Price Miller, Justin Sanders is flying out from California to run the Swindell car, and a lot more. There are also some other interesting names on this entry list, including Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, Ricky ran the USCS 360 shows over the weekend at Talladega. Now he's here on Tuesday with the 410 in the car. Mario Clauser is also making a rare wing start, and Brady Bacon is here with the wing on as well. The two outlaw shows from 34 that I have in the DirtTracker.com analytics database were won by Brad Sweet and Parker Price Miller. And I think PPM could be one to watch tonight. He's been fast already in the McCandless 29. And he nearly won at 34 a few weeks ago with the IRA. Drop me a comment. Let me know who you are picking for the win tonight. We will obviously break down the whole night on tomorrow's show. If you can't get to 34 Raceway tonight, Flow Racing will have live coverage. One other sprint car driver note for you. Carson Macedo did go run the sprint car challenge to a race at Merced over the weekend. He started fifth, finished second behind eventual winner Dominic Selzy. He was in a third Tarleton entry along with brother Cole and Gage Garcia. He was allowed to run that race because it was a 360 show, not a 410 race. Might be something we'll see scattered throughout the year if guys want to get in some extra seat time is maybe a few 360 races. Since it is technically a different division, it shouldn't be a problem against the outlaw restrictions, but maybe something to watch as the season plays out here. 
I do have one schedule note for you today. The USAC National Sprint Car Show for tomorrow night at Texarkana 67 Speedway has been canceled because of flooding. That's why we're seeing Brady Bacon in a, uh, at the High Limit Show tonight. Uh, his schedule probably wouldn't have included this wing race otherwise. USAC will try again Thursday at Rocket Raceway Park. They also have two nights uh, at Devil's Bowl on tap for Friday and Saturday. All right, if you don't follow Jacksonville Speedway on Facebook, track promoter Kenny Dobson shared a nine-paragraph post last night talking all about their season opener and the money involved. This is not the kind of thing a track normally shares, but it gives incredible insight into the economics of weekly dirt racing. Jacksonville ran last Friday night with five divisions. Eric Braunmeier won the winged micro feature. Jarrett Duff took the stock car win. Dave Wheatholder won the modified race. Joey Mohan was a 305 sprint car winner. And as we mentioned yesterday, Ryan Timms won that 410 sprint car race. For the night, Kenny says they had 702 adults in the grandstands plus 105 teenagers. That resulted in $10,300 in income. An additional 378 pit passes were uh, sold as well. That led to another $11,350. So total for the night in attendance, Jacksonville brought in $21,650. On the expense side, they paid out $16,850 in purse money, spent $1,950 on, quote, help and the ambulance. Insurance was a grand. Power uh, and the lights was about $250. Water, also $250. And the rent was $1,000. So that's $21,300 in uh, expenses. Plus, Kenny mentions he needed a tire repair for a tractor that cost $395. So based on those expenses and the gate revenue, they were actually down 95 bucks on the night. As he mentions, though, this does not include their track sponsorships, concessions, and the money they get from Dirt Vision. I don't know what Jacksonville's cooler policy is. I'm assuming you're allowed to bring in some measure of food and drinks. Uh, so, you know, concessions doesn't mean everybody bought something, but kind of based on maybe a best guess, if you figure like half the crowd spending maybe 10 bucks at the, at the concession stand, they probably made a few thousand dollars uh, in concessions. And that along with their vision and the sponsorships means they covered their costs for the night, maybe put a little in the account for future projects. That concession money, though, could be affected if Kenny has to share any of that revenue with the fair board who actually owns the racetrack. And that is not uncommon for some of these deals. As the post says, this was an above average crowd for the track. So you can get an idea how things can turn with less folks in the stands. In a few weeks, the All-Stars will be at Jacksonville, and Kenny says they need another 400 people in the seats to make that night work. If you average that out based on the money that he talked about here, he's saying basically they need an additional $5,000 to cover the added purse and sanctioned fees, which are offset a little bit by them only running three divisions that night. The All-Stars will be joined by 305s and the Micros. So at a place that can hold 2,000 people in the stands, he needs it to be at least 60% full to break even on an All-Star night. And don't forget, this is a track that has hosted World of Outlaws shows in the past. As we continue to talk about the future for a lot of these dirt tracks and what it takes to be successful, these numbers are really valuable context. Huge kudos to Kenny for being so transparent about this. Uh, if there was a, a guy to share it, though, it was going to be him. Don't forget, this is the same guy who wasn't afraid to live stream all of his races for free on YouTube. If you want to see that full post, I'll link to it in the video description below. Uh, streaming schedule today has three shows on it. That includes the aforementioned High Limit Show at 34 Raceway. Uh, that is on Flow Racing. They've also got Flow 24-7 and Dirt Vision now. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, head over to dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. 
Hope you guys have a good Tuesday out there. We'll be right back here tomorrow.